Greetings all and welcome to edition 6 of The Hardest Word, the podcast featuring real apologies from real people all across the globe. This edition, hosted by me, Brett Dehoot, is devoted to apologies to thyself. So they're going to get a good welcome, I would say, because the person making the apology is the intended recipient of the apology. We have four apologies and all of them are really seemingly heavy, depressing, but they all end up quite heartwarming because someone's actually apologising to themselves and is likely to be forgiven. It's lovely. Johar Baru is a small part of Malaysia right next to Singapore. It's where a woman called Joanne Evelyn lives and she's made this apology to herself. Apology to my body scars. Growing up, I've never felt beautiful. Coming from a family that prided itself on external beauty based on the fairness of one's skin tone, I did have the upper hand at a devastating price. Each mark I bore in my skin, even the tiniest scar from a pimple, would be regarded as disgusting or unsightly. My teenage years were possibly the worst. Goodbye, porcelain smooth skin, hello, acne. Now, pockmarked with scars that would forever brand me as not so pretty, is I suffered humiliation at the hands of peers and teachers both. People would point at my face and laugh, ignorant that my suffering wasn't only physical, but emotional as well. Did I welcome the abuse? No, but I drowned in it. Then came the golden years of adulthood, where old marks fade away to the barrest of blemishes and everything else was smothered under layers of concealer. But the true test came when I developed a rare skin condition that caused me to break out in abscesses as large as marbles, hideous anomalies that left behind the most debilitating of scars. It only became worse when the surgeries began, the cut of a blade to dig out infected flesh and suture it back together with thread. New scars came, big ones, ones that fused together in folding pinches of skin that made me swear of wearing dresses altogether. Fear of what others would see, what others would think, was, was always a hovering shadow in the corner of my mind. Do they see me? Or do they see a patchwork of scarred flesh from too many surgical interventions? Do they see me? Or do they... See a terrified woman hiding under layers of sleeve tees and long pants. But then I remembered, these marks are me. Every scars, from the tiniest line on the inside of my leg to the gory patch under my underarm, they're all me. My body, I'd like to apologize. I didn't feel beautiful because 
I thought you were hideous, but your beauty rests beyond skin deep. Underneath flesh and bone, both, and into the core where my heart beats. Beauty is no longer external, but an innate force. I never acknowledge it today. I never acknowledge it until today. I'm so sorry. I truly should have valued you more growing up. For our next apology, we go to Pakistan, to Faisalabad specifically, where we're going to hear from Rimsha. And she has been going through a period, I think, of self-reflection that has led to this rather strong and tough apology. Before I apologize to someone else, I owe an apology to myself. I apologize for not believing in myself. I apologize for not standing up for my rights. I apologize for doubting my potential. I apologize for not putting myself first. I apologize for not being true to myself. I apologize for letting go of my dreams. I apologize for not taking care of my health. I apologize for thinking that others matter more. I apologize for altering my beliefs to please others. I apologize for undermining my own value. I apologize for draining out my energy for others. I apologize for letting others control my decision. I apologize for believing that maintaining peace in relationships is more important than my mental health. I apologize for pushing myself beyond my patience. I apologize for not voicing my opinion. I apologize for all the undue sacrifices. I apologize for not eliminating negative elements from my life. I apologize for my lack of confidence in my skills. I apologize for neglecting happiness of my soul. I apologize for not letting my stress build over. I apologize for not managing my anger in a healthy way. I apologize for not complimenting my efforts. I apologize for nagging and sulking. I apologize for all the negativity that drained out my energy. I apologize for not taking enough breaks from my routine. I apologize for not eliminating the negative relations from life. I apologize for not giving positive feedback to myself. I apologize for not connecting with my inner self. You're listening to The Hardest Word, real apologies, real people, including you, by the way. Feel free to go to the hardestwordpodcast.com website and contribute your own apology. Yes, it can be anonymous. We don't have to use your voice. We can take care of that. You can just send us something in writing. Get something off your chest. It might be serious. It might be inconsequential. As long as it's sincere, we will consider it. And of course, we depend on your apology. So do keep them coming in. Like this apology from Nazia in Alexandra in Egypt, no less. And listening to this, it made me think that a long time ago, people used to say about IT systems. You put junk in, you get junk out. And sadly, it's the same with little girls. 
you tell them junk things to believe about themselves and it comes out. But hopefully, like Nazia, you get over it. This is an apology to myself. I have never written anything like this before. I do not like to talk about my life before I was 22 years old. Those were years of neglect, maltreatment, and bullying, both inside and outside of school. Things at home were not better. I was never told by anyone, not even my own parents, that I was either pretty or intelligent, and therefore I thought the opposite should be the true for me, a stupid, ugly little girl. Those thoughts were reinforced by all my classmates and even my teachers at school. I grew up very insecure about myself to the point I did not even want to talk at all. As every time I did, I was either mocked or being told I was wrong. I remember reaching one point when I felt I could not breathe. I felt this pressure on my chest that was so painful to even get me up from bed. I also remember wanting to scream so badly, but I had no voice whatsoever. I felt as if I was drowning in my own pain. It was not until somehow this terrible pressure helped me rebel against them and moved out of the house. And for the first time in almost 23 years, I felt alive. I also moved to another country where people did not know who I was or my troubled past. They saw me as this beautiful and intelligent woman. At first, I thought they were all lying, but time proved me wrong. All this makes me want to apologize to myself for two things. First, for not being rebellious when I was much younger. I should have screamed at the top of my lungs everything that I felt and hurt me throughout those years, instead of just screaming in my mind. And second, for carrying that pain all these years. All those things that happened to me are part of my past and should remain there. I have been able to let go of many of them, but there are many that I still have within me. I know that this just brings me pain, but sometimes they keep coming back as if someday I would be bullied or maltreated again. I'm still a fragile human being. But now, I can scream when I feel someone is hurting me. And that is good. And so to finish this sixth edition of The Hardest Word is one of my favorite apologies. I loved it from the minute we got it. It's from Grace Jarumba, who comes from Naya Uruuru in Kenya. And no matter where you live and how far Kenya is, I think this apology will be very Relatable, a lovely, positive, happy one to finish. Apology to you, my body, for hating you for so long. 
This is a sincere apology to you, my dear body. I have hated you for so long. When all you've done is love me, stand by me, carry me and refuse to give up on me even when you've had every reason to. For as long as I can remember, I have hated you. I have loathed you. Every time I've stood in front of the mirror, you have disgusted me. All I've seen is a round, puffy face, huge belly, fat, stubby fingers, and huge feet. But what I didn't see, or refused to see, was my beautiful, flawless skin, soft, dark eyes, and my shiny, healthy hair. I have cried whenever I've looked at photos of you, my body. I have starved you, forced you to throw up, thus depriving you of vital nutrients, exercised or rather tortured you to exhaustion, forced you to ingest bitter concoctions in the name of weight loss remedies, hidden you by wearing ugly, unflattering clothes, and forced you to stay indoors when all you wanted to do was go out, enjoy the sun, dance in the rain, and meet new people. Lately, however, I have come to realize that what I have always believed to be beauty is far from it. In this age of social media, I have spent the better part of my life thinking beauty equals skinny, period. To me, my thin friends have always been beautiful, <laughs> while my fat self has always been ugly and disgusting. But these skinny friends of mine have always made my life miserable for as long as I can remember. My crime? Being fat. <laughs> they have laughed at me and mocked me and talked behind my back and made selfish remarks about my weight. Some have even created funny memes about me and shared them across social media. That's not beautiful at all. So the other day, I stopped and thought, these so-called uh, friends of mine, my skinny and uh, beautiful friends, do I really want to be like them? They are heartless and cruel and unkind. Do they even know how many times I have thought of killing myself for always being the butt of their funny jokes? Then I thought, I'd rather be the fat girl than be the skinny, heartless girl who is always making harmless jokes at the expense of the next fat person. Then I analyzed my deeper self. I have always been fat, yes. But haven't I always been kind to everyone? Haven't I always been a faithful friend? Haven't I always been helpful? It was then that it occurred to me that I have been beautiful all along. My soul has been beautiful and that should have been enough all along. I cried. <laughs> Huge, ugly sobs. And today, my body, I can say that I have ceased to hate you. Yes, I no longer hate you. I love you. Because how can a body that houses such a beautiful soul not be beautiful in return? Please forgive me for hating you for so long, my body. I love you and promise to treat you right from today henceforth. Never again shall I be ashamed of you. And so it's time to bring this whole sorry business to a close. In the next couple of episodes, we're going to have a mixed bag of apologies. Apologies to everything from laptop computers 
and email addresses to the victims of workplace bullying and the poor victim of a yogurt theft. We do get many and varied apologies here at the show, and we thought we'd just do a couple of episodes where we do not try and create a theme that unites them all, but they're all good. That is one thing. By the way, if you feel like answering a couple of short questions about apologies, not about the show, but about apologies, go to thehardestwordpodcast.com. We're surveying people and whether they feel they are owed an apology from anyone. I dare say the answer is usually yes. And of course, the flip side, do you owe anyone an apology? You probably do. Thanks for listening. It's me, Brett DeHood, saying farewell. You'll hear from us again.